0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How are you all doing? Okay. Nahmaduhu wa nusulli ala rasuli hilkareem. Amma bad. Fa'arudhabillahim in a shaitanil rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Rabbishrahli sodri wa yasirli amri. Wahlul ukdatamilisani. Yafkahu kauli. Allahu mahdi kalbi. Wasadid lisani. Waslul sahimat akalbi. Alright. Verse number 21. Inshallah we'll do a review and then we will continue. So open up page number 34, verse number 21. Ya ayyuha O people, O mankind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing all of humanity here. And what is it that Allah is telling all people to do? Urbudu rabbakum. That O mankind worship who? Your Lord. Worship your maker. Worship your sustainer. Meaning the one who owns you, the one who made you, the one who provides for you, the one who has given you everything you have, then you should worship Him. Who is He? Allah the one who has created you, and not just you, but also min qablikum, and also all the people who came before you. So all humanity is basically whose creation? Whose creation? Allah's creation. What if a person doesn't believe in Allah? Then what? Then what? Do they still belong to Allah? Is Allah still their Lord? Yes, He is. This is why Allah is telling all people, worship your Lord. Why worship Him? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ In order that you may have taqwa. And what are the two meanings of taqwa over here? What's the first meaning? That you may adopt taqwa, as in you become righteous. Right? Because, you know, sometimes we think that, well, this person doesn't really believe in God, doesn't really, you know, they're not really religious, but they're still a very good person. Okay, they may be a good person, but a person can really be good and righteous when they worship their Lord. You know why? Because who has favored us the most? Who has? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are what we are and who we have because of who? Allah. And if a person ignores Allah, forgets Him, and then he's going on giving thousands of dollars in charity and smiling at all all the strangers who pass them by is that really nice i mean they're ignoring their greatest muhsin the one who has shown them the most favor and yes they are going around you know saving animals rescuing animals etc all of that is good but it's not complete unless and until a person worships allah سَلَعَلَّكُمْ so, تَتَّقُونَ In order that you may become righteous. What's the second meaning? In order that you may save yourselves. Save yourselves from what? Before the hereafter. In this world, save yourself from trouble and difficulty and hardship. Ribada protects us. Ibadah saves us. Protects us from what? Just physical hardship? Like, all difficulties and calamities will be averted if a person worships Allah? What does it mean? All types of hardship, even heartache. You know that? Even heartache. When you worship Allah, then what happens? Your heart is at peace. Think about it. Is there anything that bothers you? That hurts you? Think about it. Your life, okay? You know, just the other day somebody was telling me about this young girl. Who's very sad Because people tease her about her teeth Alright Now she's in a position where she cannot get her teeth Straightened up through braces But for whatever reason People around her They make fun of her because of that And it hurts her right? And if I would be in that position I would also feel hurt Is there anything else that bothers us sometimes? That hurts us? I gave you one example Think about your life Is there something that causes you pain? Or you're just perfect? Life is perfect Anything that causes you pain Other people's words Okay Yes Say that again When people classify you They label you They call you names They put you in certain categories And they assume things about you Okay So Different people face different challenges Is that true? The difficulties that you're facing are different from the difficulties that I'm facing, right? The difficulties that you're facing today are going to be different from what you will be facing tomorrow and they're certainly different from what you were facing yesterday. Yesterday you cried because your toy broke and today you don't care about that toy, right? Today you're worried that you don't have the latest phone or you don't have the latest update on your phone or whatever. Every day your challenges, you know, they change, What we learn from this ayah is that ibadah will save you. When you focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then your heart is put at ease. Then you're able to take on life's challenges because you know that you're not dealing with them alone. You know that you're dealing with them with Allah's help. And that if Allah is sending some difficulty your way, there's some greater good over there. You're going to get something good out of it. Ibadah equips you to deal with life. So never underestimate the importance of worship. For example, in the Quran Allah tells us that, أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ That it is with the remembrance of Allah that the hearts will find peace. So there are times when you're feeling very nervous. Like for instance, you have to do a class presentation. Or you are in a speech competition. Or for example, you have to go write a test in order to be admitted into a certain program, in a certain school. These are times when we feel nervous. So, budur rabbakum even at that time. Worship your Lord even at that time. Turn to the remembrance of Allah and what will happen? You will be saved from hardship, from nervousness, from anxiety. So, أُعْبُدُوا rabbakum What's the reason? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ And remember I told you what exactly worship is. Is worship limited to just rituals? Is it? No. There is specific worship and then there is There is general worship also. So any action that you do, any action that you do, anything that you're doing, but your goal is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for example, you're sitting in the class and the person sitting next to you is really annoying you. Okay? May happen, may happen. And then you're like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not coming to this class again. Two hours this person sitting next to me, constantly poking me, not giving me my personal space and not respecting me, so you know what, I quit, I'm done. But if you're thinking, no, I'm coming here to learn Allah's words, and I'm going to do my best to focus in class, and ignore what this person is doing to the best of my ability, then what will happen? Even you're sitting patiently for two hours, is going to become? Ibadah. Can you imagine? When you when Ramadan comes and you go to the masjid for taraweeh prayers, Hmm? Uh, how long do the tarawih prayers take generally? An hour minimum. right? Minimum one hour. And if you go to a certain masajid, if your dad takes you there for the qiyamul layl, then what happens? It's like two hours or something. What happens after four rakah? What happens when you're done with four units of prayer? What do you do? Go play basketball outside. Right? Or maybe hang out. Uh, by the front doors or maybe go to the washroom like 50 times, right? You do such things. Why? Because after half an hour you kind of get tired. Isn't it? Or maybe after 45 minutes you kind of get tired. Inshallah, Inshallah, I hope that this Ramadan will be better. Because now you know the meaning of what you're reading. So Inshallah, I hope that this Ramadan you will be able to spend more time standing in worship. But the point I'm making is that generally speaking we're not able to stand or engage in a ritual act of worship for two hours, right? Generally speaking. But when we correct our intention and through our effort, we want Allah's pleasure, then that entire action becomes what? That entire effort becomes? It becomes ibadah. It becomes worship. It becomes rewardable. So all people worship your Lord, تَتَّقُونَ Then in the next verse, Allah says, جَعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ Why wouldn't you worship Allah when He is the one who has made for you the earth as a bedspread, وَالْسَّمَاءَ بِنَاءً And He has made the sky as a strong ceiling for you to protect you. And then, وَأَنزَلَ لِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءً And He has sent down water from the sky. Rain, and then, فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ رِزْقًا لَكُمْ And then, He has produced from the earth various types of fruits, various types of produce. Why? As provision for you. Meaning, when Allah has bestowed so many favors upon you, then why should you not worship Him? What reason do you have? What excuse do you have for not worshiping Allah? فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا Do not set up rivals and partners for Allah. وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Well, you know. Meaning, worship Allah alone. Only Allah. And the thing is that human beings, we are such that we are programmed to worship. Okay? We are programmed to worship. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is That no matter what you do You will only find happiness and joy When you put your best effort Into doing something Your best effort into doing something Whatever that something may be So if we don't spend our best effort In worshipping Allah Then what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We're going to find something Else to dedicate our lives to And when we will find something else to live for, then that is going to break us. It's going to torture us. Because we were not made for it. We were not made for it. Sister Yasmin Mujahid, maybe you've heard her lectures and I encourage you to do so. If you haven't, but there's an example that she mentions very frequently. The orange juice example. Have you heard about that? Okay, she mentions this example that our heart is made for who? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala To worship Allah And if we fill our heart With something other than Allah Meaning we occupy our lives Not with the worship of Allah But with something else Then this is going to ruin us How? The example she gives is You go to the gas station And you want to put gas in your car And instead of gas You put orange juice Because orange juice is cheap Cheaper than gas What's gonna happen to your car? What's going to happen? It's not going to work. Okay. How about if your car takes only, let's say, gasoline, and you pass by a gas station which doesn't offer gasoline, but they have diesel. You're like, so cheap! I'm going to put diesel in my car. And if you do that, what's going to happen? It's going to mess up your engine, right? It's going to mess up your car. So then, if we... Don't focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What's going to happen to our lives? They're going to get messed up. Just like your engine will get messed up, okay? What's going to happen to your life? It's going to get messed up. فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا Do not do that. You know, Ibn Al-Qayyim, have you heard of Ibn qayyim How many of you have heard of Ibn Al-Qayyim? okay. Some of you have. Now all of you have. So raise your hand. Okay. Ibn Qayyim is one of the best scholars that we have had in our history. And he has written many, many books. Many books. He was also an excellent poet. So he used to write poetry. He wrote poetry about Tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyway, one verse of poetry that he wrote, it says Haribu min lahu, nafsi that people ran away, they avoided, they fled from being a servant to the one that they were created for. So when it's time to pray, a person says, Oh, I don't want to pray, I don't want to pray. Why do I have to pray? I just prayed. Again I have to pray? Why am I 10 years old now? I want to be 7 again. I want to be 6 again. And when you're 12 and your mom wakes you up for fajr, you're like, Mom, I want to sleep. Okay? If a person avoids worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, worshipping the one that they were created for, then what's going to happen? بُلُو shaytani. Now they're going to become a slave to what? To the nafs and to shaitan. Now they're going to start chasing or obeying who? Their nafs. What does that mean? That whatever your desire tells you, okay, say this. Okay, do this. Okay, look at this. A person is going to become a slave to their nafs and they're going to become a slave to shaitan Whatever shaitan tells them, they do it And if the person becomes a slave to the nafs and shaitan Then what's going to happen? Is their life going to be orderly? No way Are they going to live a useful life? No way Let me give you an example When you go to school hmm? Now March break has started, right? Just see yourself in March break. Okay? Uh, what happens to you? When are you waking up? What are you wearing all day? What are you eating? What are you doing? How is your mood? Do you end up fighting with your siblings a lot when it's summer break? Or when you're at home with your younger brother and every time that you start playing your game, he comes and just starts staring at you or staring at the screen? Do you fight with him then? Mothers, sisters, and brothers. Do you end up fighting with your brothers and sisters when you're at home? I think it happens quite a lot. When you're busy with school and homework, what happens? You don't get time to fight. Isn't it? But when you're at home staring at each other, because you didn't have breakfast, so you're moody. You slept late and then your sleep was disturbed because your mom woke your profajr and insisted that you wake up. She didn't let you sleep through it. And then what happened? You didn't get enough sleep. You didn't eat on time. You're still in your pajamas. You didn't brush your hair. You didn't shower for like two days. How was your mood? How was your mood? No way. How was your mood? Describe it. Grumpy? Huh? Irritable? Cranky Okay We don't like school We don't like homework We don't enjoy it But Really When you go to school With your science project hmm? When you have that Science fair at school When you have that Speech competition That you've been Practicing for Working hard for Then what happens It keeps you Excited Busy Happy Why am I talking about this? I am telling you this because sometimes we find it very hard to pray. And we wonder, why do I have to pray? And we wonder, why do we have to worship Allah? Because if we don't worship Allah, our lives would be messed up. We would be cranky and grumpy and miserable and irritable. فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ When you know that Allah is one, He has no equivalent, then do not associate any partners with Him. Okay. Now...